Yeah, you get bored with stuff, right? You know, I mean, life like, changes you. Right. If you're not growing, you're yeah. dying. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And I'm Ashley. One I am more, subbing in for Dolan. One more time with us here. Yep. Here we go. Okay. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, Dolan's out, unfortunately, so he will miss out on a hazy IPA. And that's kind of his favorite style it now. It is. Yeah. I feel bad. Sucks to suck, I don't, say. I don't feel bad. I don't nah, feel bad. He'll get another chance. Yeah. This one is called What Rough Beast? Yep. From Breakside Brewing in Portland, Oregon. Yes. What Rough Beast? Yeah. I picked this one specifically because of the can okay oh yeah look at that thing i do like the can the artwork is cool some great artwork on this yeah uh this came back to us via a meet and greet the problem was uh their instruction was was to bring us back beers from that location sure i can't remember exactly where it was it was definitely not portland oregon so they went in asked for some beers local beers or whatever maybe dude didn't understand and gave them this one now he gave them this one for a reason okay so let's find out exactly and it probably wasn't just for the can design well maybe it was i don't know but i mean i've had some i've had some bad beers in good cans before so (laughs) and vice versa good beers and bad cans just that you know straight beer with the white can with the black label look i'll get this drink on roseanne Like I've said it a million times, that. I'll drink anything. If you put it in front of me, I'll drink it. I turned down, I drank half of an IPA last night from a local place, kind of local, more over in Iowa. Oh. God, it was bad. Oh, It sorry. wasn't very good. Sorry that no. Yeah. Um, there's a movie out on Netflix, and okay. I think it's called Sea Beast. Sea Beast. Something like that. S-E-A. Yeah. And it's an animated movie for the family, which is the only thing I'm allowed to watch anymore because of my two kids. kids. (laughs) Uh, But it's about Sea Monster. And this group of, like, there's a family, kind of like pirates, and they hunt. They're called the hunters. And they hunt these sea beasts because their king of the country wants to get rid of them because they've destroyed all these ships. Okay. And it's very reminiscent of that tentacled arm sticking out there. This reminds me of very, it's very Walt Whitman-esque, maybe uh, Old Man of the Sea kind of look mm, to yeah. it, maybe. Yeah. We got we got a little literary connection here. Oh, we'll I like get it. To it. Okay. <laughs> Here's what I want you to do first, though. Okay. I want you to smell this beer, because this, um, this should be 100% up your alley right here. You are the boss, so I will do what you there say. There we go. Right? Oh, yeah. How bitter. Like, yeah. that's just hoppy great. bite to that smell. smell. kind of grassy. and. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had an India pale ale but mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not an expert in all the different kinds of ales and everything. Ooh. But oh. you have had one. Yeah. Is it one that I brought back long ago from mm-hmm. Salem? Mm-hmm. It could be. It's Maybe. more. It's just like the longhand version of an IPA. Okay. Yes, exactly. This wow. is good. Wow, this is good. Yeah, that's. Yep. That's it's chewy and delicious. But the haziness Whoa. is kind of there. It's 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 yeah. just kind of in the background. I mean, you can see it. It's hazy. You can't see through that. Oh yeah. But That's the, interesting. Mm. But the like, I don't. I don't think interesting in a good way. Look well, at her face. Nom 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 nom. 
That's old Dolan face right there. That's <laughs> we'll get her a fork and knife and yeah. I'm coming around to the IPAs too. All right, nice. Yes, good. Here's what we got. Okay, here's a little note I read. This is brewed with feet firmly planted in the Northwest, which is why it's actually hoppy. <laughs> I thought you brewed with feet, and then you stopped. I'm it's like, brewed with feet <laughs> and a nod to that's the Northeast. Disgusting. Okay. So they're saying, you know what, Northwest, that's where we're at. But, we'll, you know, Northeast beers. We're in Portland, but... but maybe Portland, Maine, sister city. You. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what we got. So we probably have some IBUs. I don't know. You probably have that information, but... Um, the alcohol looks like what's it say six point eight? I believe that's right. So it's it's probably got some IBUs yeah, more than what we're used to seeing. 6.8. Is my guess. I'll look it up for you while you talk. The <laughs> first batch of this beer came out in twenty seventeen. It had hops of Citra, Columbus, and Mosaic. So those are kind of old school. Mm-hmm. Twenty nineteen, this beer uh, won the gold medal, Great American Beer Fest. Twenty what year? Nineteen. Oh, 2019. For okay. the hazy or juicy strong pale ale. I can category. see why. I can definitely uh, see why. What was our friends? When did they win? Uh, they won in 2018. 18. So this was the next beer. Yes. Next year, this yeah. beer won. They have five, I think, locations? Maybe six? Uh, I, I will go through that. One, okay. two, three, four, five, six locations. I, w- I just want to touch on this one. Okay. Milwaukee. It's not spelled the same. It is not. I actually highlighted that. And it's not spelled like Alice Cooper and pronounces it in Wayne's World 2. Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee. It's not that way. Uh, distribution. I have that list. Can I hit that real quick? Do it. You can get them in these states. Oregon, Washington, Hawaii, Arizona, Colorado. You go there sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Idaho, mm-hmm. Montana, Massachusetts. There's the East Coast. Mm-hmm. NorCal, mm-hmm. I wrote down. Mm-hmm. British Columbia, Alberta, specifically. Yeah. And Japan. And Japan. So I wrote that down. Specifically, what? Alberta yeah. and Japan. Yeah, how's that work? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I don't either, but I like it. Mm. I like it. Okay, I can tell you why this one gold. I mean, it's... God, that's good. Yeah. That is good. Okay, so there's our favorite, my favorite brewery here in Omaha, Cross Strain Brewing, does a beer called Web of Lies. Mm-hmm. And I, I still say Web of Lies is a gold medal winning hazy IPA. This tastes like that. It's like that. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. I mean, this is a really, really good beer. This finishes, yeah, with some of that bitterness, mm. hoppy notes. It starts out pretty citrusy, floral. It's, and then yeah, it's, and it's, it's just so smooth. It smooths at the, end. At the beginning, and then it yeah, just kind of mm. punches you a little bit with those hops at the end. It I does like punch it. you. I like that oh, description. I, like it. I yeah. like it. Tickles my taste buds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's some of the other beers I wrote down. Okay. Um, pause for effect. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they had, which is a barrel aged sour. Oh. It has two pounds of apricots per barrel. I believe you established that's apricots, but okay. I think it's apricots, <laughs> but whatever. Okay, okay. Um, the flavor on that one is juicy apricots mm. for you. Yes. Fruit Loops. Yes. And summer orchard smell. <laughs> so summer apparently orchard. if you're in the orchard, you know, now you're in Nebraska City, oh, it's, it's like July. A mm-hmm. Smell, right? It's like a, the pollen uh, yeah. kind of. Sweet smell a yes. little bit. Yeah. 6.7%, nine IBUs. That's it, nine. Yeah. Um, this was 55, by the way. Oh, okay. 55 IBUs. Which isn't that much. Oh, that's, that's still I mean, nice... it's more than a hazy that we normally would see. Yeah. But old school West Coast beers are in the 90 IBU category. It, it just touches on the, the West Coast yeah. 
roots that it, this yep. brewery has. I mean, it's kind of. I'm sorry. Kind of like that. Uh, yeah, East, West Coast. Yeah, West Coast for the East Coast nod. Yeah. It's kind of like the Colorado one that we have from Odell. Yeah. The Mountain Standard. Oh, Mountain Remember Standard. Remember that? It's yeah. kind of like a mixture of the two. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This place had something called the Guava Sparkler. The Guava Sparkler. And it's it's something we've never talked about before. Okay. I've never seen anything like it. So I'll just run down what it is real quick. All right. Um, there's, they made, they tried it three different times to get it right. Okay. So they've had three different batches. Um, they added a hint of lime. They made their own club soda. They made their yeah. own. Okay. And then put it together, made their beer. Mm-hmm. It's neither a fruit lager nor a seltzer. So it's like somewhere in between. It's a slogger? Kind of. It's like so very lel- fruit forward. It's lel- light. Lel- it's bubbly, <laughs> but it's not a seltzer and it's not a beer. And they, they sell it there. Wait, wait. I, does it have alcohol in it? Yeah. Then I would drink that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does. Yes. Um, one of the other things they had, they their featured release, so this must be like a seasonal thing. Okay. Um, it was called Turtle Time. You know, like, like uh, Ninja Turtles, maybe? Ninja Turtles. And it was yeah. it's a Creek style, which I know you probably are familiar with or you like. Uh, yes. So... Creeks usually have cherry. That's yeah. A sour beer with cherry is usually what we're talking about. K-R-E-I-K. So yep. For, I'm learning so Ashen. much. Yes. Yeah. Tart cherry, which is yeah. the main thing that you do, yep. which you can buy in the store if you're a yeah. home brewer, you can mm-hmm. get tart cherry juice. Has baking spice, which is interesting. It's got some, they call it twang. So it's got that, <laughs> it's not like crying your eyes out sour, but it's definitely, you notice it, pucker. 9% because of, of the barrel stuff. Nice. But only 7 IBU. Ah. Huh. It's like our uh, Hop and Frog. Remember we did Hop mm-hmm. and Frog, that, that shanty, that the turbo mm-hmm. shanty, the one yeah. that was like 9%, but it was a summer shanty. Uh, I bought some of those this year, by the way, oh. with grapefruit version, because nice. they are now here in Nebraska. They are. So yeah. I got some. You think, oh, shanty, this will be fun. Yeah, and then after you drink half, two like, of them, what? you are out. You got a sunburn because you passed out in the pool chair. Yep. That happened. <laughs> Maybe to me. Yep. Uh, okay, so uh, Breakside Brewing uh, is located three different locations over, I'm sorry, three different cities six different locations yeah, so that's pretty that's a pretty good footprint that's really good yeah yeah uh they got one called northeast ne deckham pub d-e-k-u-m mm-hmm. uh northwest slab town i like the name slab, slab town, town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah slab town uh those are both in portland they also have one called the break cider yes. in portland uh they've got a a location coming soon in Beaverton, Oregon. Okay. Uh, I only know that because Beaverton I know as Oregon State is, yes. in, is in Beaverton. Um, I followed them at the College World Series a number of years ago. Yeah. One, of my, one of my favorite uh, semi-obscure baseball players that won a gold glove at second base, Darwin Barney, yeah. went to, uh, oh, uh, went to I mean, uh, Beaverton. You know him because he was on the Cubs. He was. He won a... Yeah. Yeah. And I may have drank beers with him one night in Chicago. It was oh. awesome. Oh. It was great. Anyway, uh, Lake Oswego. Uh, there's a. It's just called Lake Oswego. Mm-hmm. That's the other location. And then the Southeast Tap Room in Milwaukee. M I L W A U K I E. Not even close to the same spelling, <laughs> but in Oregon. So there you go. Hmm. Was I? I think I remember seeing this because it's been a while since I did this research. The Break Cider. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that almost like a your stand it kind of yes or like in a yeah like an outdoor area venue sort of thing like it wasn't a straight up tap room no. like we would normally see right mm-hmm. much smaller yes oh yeah i miss going places just go let's go 
No. What are we? Let's go. Can't do it. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's not okay. You get you, you get the second shot for her, and then we're going. Then we're going. I need. My, I'm on, waiting for my fourth shot. I'm waiting for my booster too before I go to Vegas. That's oh a different yeah, story. different That's story. Good thinking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Opened in 2010 in Portland as a restaurant and a pub first. So you see some of those places like uh, Last Resort or uh, the one here in Omaha that uh, they they brew beer. Why am I not thinking of the name? Used to be out west. Now it's just downtown. Oh, um, uh, the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're a restaurant. Upstream. They, upstream. Upstream. There, there we go. go. But they brew beer, too. So that's how they started. Uh, now they produce 40,000 barrels of beer annually. Uh, in 2019, I'm sorry, 2013, they opened the Milwaukee location. 2017, they opened the Slabtown location. 2019, they opened that the Breakside location, the Breaksider location so the smaller one that sounds pretty good uh breakside was named brewery of the year by the oregon beer awards okay so in oregon that's a big deal that'd be like the colorado that's That's exactly right yeah uh they were named brew of the year in 2017 19 20 21 and 22 so someone snuck in in 2018 Hmm. and took it away from (laughs) maybe it was the shoots uh maybe we'll say i don't know we'll say it is that's one i can think of right now yeah uh 2009 when they first started scarps when they first started scott lawrence the founder said i know breakside can mean a couple different things going against the flow going on your own way or even going for just a break we kind of mean all of the above we want to do things a little differently but ultimately our goal is to create a relaxing neighborhood hangout sounds like they did i think we should go and find out Quite honestly. I, yes. One day, I would love to go. Let's go. On some sort of like meet and greet situation. Let's go. And just beer it up. Mm. That's what I would like to That's do. That's what we do. We could have <laughs> just a beer with Atlas meet and greet. Why not? Right? Why not? There you go. I mean, you're the guy that we should talk to about I that. guess. I don't know. You think I have something to do with like budgets and stuff. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'll about put a good word in for you. Thank Monty's you. ears are ringing right now. Absolutely. He's going to come up here all red faced. <laughs> oh. Unless it's in St. Louis. What are you spending money on? <laughs> like, well, now we can't yes. do that. Yeah. All right. So that guava sparkler we talked about. Yeah. I forgot to tell you. Four and a half percent. Okay. Five IBUs. So barely. Like they put some hops near the cup. Hmm. Right? I would, still, I would still try that. That sounds interesting. Here's the, here's the flavor profile. It just says, refreshing guava lime trip. Mm. So very good for summertime. Yeah, yeah. Beach, pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. After you mow the yard. And I don't know how hot it gets in Portland, Oregon. I don't assume it gets that hot. Yeah, probably but no. down here, I bet that would go down pretty good. Well, mm-hmm. distribution in Nebraska? No. Mm-mm. Stupid. Colorado. Okay, well, I'll work on that. Someone can mule it back. Yep. Um, <laughs> merchandise. You know, I love to check that out. Mm-hmm. If they have it on their website, I'm going to look. And I yep. did. They had a wolf shirt. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> like one man wolf pack kind of. Not like the three wolves with the moon, but it, mm. it was the brewery with a wolf on it. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Okay. Um, they had retro crew neck sweatshirts. So nice. pretty tight up here. And, oh, you know, like very 80s. Yeah, like late 80s, early 90s. Um, the logo was really cool. It was almost like a camping design i would call Mm -hmm. it had a mountain sun trees and their beer logo so outdoorsy sort of feel Mm -hmm. um they had something i haven't seen too much which was patches so if you collect those or put them on your denim or backpack or whatever they had patches for those that's coming back we've been trying to get some alice patches um trucker hat the cheapest one i saw Mm -hmm. most of them were 12 bucks that's pretty good for a souvenir or brewery um they had something that they you know the 
tin tackers, I guess. Yeah. Oh, they I have love tin tackers. Round design, 15 bucks. Oh. The patches are three. Um, and then they sell coasters, which not a lot of places do. They sell them? Yeah. So like you'd see at the brewery, branded one, you know, like oh, yeah. the papery ones. 125 just... pieces in a package and they're yeah. 31 bucks. Yeah. Okay. So I guess if you have a home bar or whatever you want to show off, they also had a clearance section. Oh, I love the website. You Me know it. Oh. too. I love mm-hmm. clearance. So, I mean, it was t-shirts and that sort of stuff, but yes. most places don't even have a merchandise on their website. So this one had merch and clearance merch. Wow. So I was, I was loving that. <laughs> There's nothing I love better than to pick through like a clearance rack oh, yeah. of the stuff that nobody else wants. And then you, you know, find like, that one I, little yeah. gem. Like, yes. Mm, that's for best. sure. Just the best. <laughs> All right. You ready for this uh, literary tie-in? Let's do it. The term. What rough beast? Yes. Okay. I was like, okay, I've heard that before. But I didn't know why. Okay. My college days are long behind me. Yeah, a couple years. You know, like 20-something. But I was I had English minor. It's a few. I did some reading in my day. I had a feeling this had some English literature tie back. Irish. Irish. Okay. Yeah. All right. So W. B. Yeats. Okay. This mm-hmm. is the guy, and he was a famous Irish poet, one of the most famous of all time. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a poem, and it has this phrase in it. So I'm going to read the poem to you. Sweet. And then we're going to talk about it because I have three different versions of what it actually means you know one of the beautiful things about poems is it's kind of up to the reader to interpret the meaning um and i have the three most common i guess interpretations do we get a vote on the end which one we think whatever you want okay okay and then i'll talk about the guy himself just a little bit but um i saved it on my phone Mm -hmm. and i have it pulled up because i'm responsible i'm trying not to waste anybody's time boom here we go (laughs) it's called what rough bee slouches towards bethlehem to be born Wow. So there's a Slouches Towards Bethlehem. I think that's a Steely Dan song, album. Maybe it's Warren Zevon. It's it's ringing a bell. I think that's Werewolves in London, but you're close. Love that one. Excitable boy. All right. Turning and turning in the widening gyre. The falcon cannot hear the falconer. Things fall apart. The sinner cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. The blood-dimmed tide is loosed, and everywhere the ceremony of innocence is drowned. The best lack of all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. Surely some revelation is at hand. Surely the second coming is at hand. The second coming. Hardly are those words out when a vast image comes from the spiritus mundi. Troubles my sight. Somewhere in the sands of the desert. A shape with lion body and the heads of a man. A gaze blank and pitiless at the sun. Is moving its slow thighs. While all about it, real shadows of the indigenate desert birds the darkness drops again but now i know that 20 centuries of stony sleep were vexed to nightmare by a rocking cradle and what rough beast its hour come round at last slouches towards bethlehem to be born so somebody wrote that i am so jealous of people that can write like, like that we need to clap or not clap yeah snap. so <laughs> yeah. beautifully said i don't know what that means um, it's so deep. Holy crap, there was so much. Somebody thought of that, yes. right? Which is weird to me. When you read something like that, you're like, somebody thought of that and came up with it. Do you think he was high? Probably. Okay. <laughs> On potatoes. Which is fine. Okay. <laughs> hey, whatever. Ew. Potato you can, vodka. You can ferment potatoes. You can. Yeah. All right, so what does it mean? Here's the top. I found this website, and it was like 
poets post their poetry. Okay. And then it was almost like an untapped. People read them. But then they also could say, okay, here's what I think it means. Oh, so it was cool. like a That's conversational cool. website. And I was like, this is interesting. And I, yeah. I read quite a few of them. But these are the ones. And, and the retorts or the responses were more smart than the poem mm. on some of them. And I was just like, this is just showing off. <laughs> like, I don't even, I had to get the thesaurus out. Right. You know, so <laughs> yes. we'll see what we got. But it was um, written, do I have that information? Early 1900s. Okay. So like after World War One. Oh boy. So like okay. 1920-ish okay. around yeah. that area, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. So it alludes to the book of Revelation. And the rough beast that they talk about in that in that is the Antichrist. So basically he's saying, okay, the world almost came to an end. Mm-hmm. Sure. This power came and we, everybody else had to join forces to fight it and, and mm-hmm. stop this from coming. Um, the poem itself gives humankind the possibility of redemption. So like, you know what, this, it's sad that this even happened, that this took place and maybe we can join together and make things better so it doesn't happen again. Hmm. Uh, that happened again. Okay. Um, oh yeah, it was written in 1919. So they said, what, was it a reaction to World War One, The rise of fascism in Germany. Well, that happened again about, you know, 25 years later. Um, Almost happened again like a year and a half ago. Yes, it did. Yeah. That's another... Yeah. So it's also kind of a, just a thing. Of, the other most popular opinion of it really was just talking about if and when civilization crumbles, what comes next? People oh. pick up the pieces. Yep kind of like a post-apocalyptic zombie show yes. right so it's like okay what what happens to the people that are left behind do yes they try mm-hmm. to start over do they anarchy and just kill everybody like human nature is crazy and, and it's unpredictable and nobody knows but that's kind of the that's the gist of the poem the, the world what i could find the world needs rick grimes but that's, luckily he's coming back on his own spinoff that's how it sounds <laughs> all right so the the author of that poem william butler yeats wb Irish poet from June 13th, 1865, so middle of the Civil War here, to January 28th, 1939. So pretty good long time. He lived a good long life. There's a uh, other, I guess, poet, I guess, that he was like a champion of. His name was Ezra Pound, which is a familiar name for me. Um, It was kind of like his mentor. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the reasons, because Ezra Pound was more famous than Yeats, really, I guess, in the literary game. Um, He did win a Nobel Prize for literature in 1923. Okay. Um, he turned kind of like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle as he got older, he turned to spiritualism, which was a big thing in the late 1800s. So it was like believing like ghosts and having a medium and uh, you'd have people come to your house and you'd have Mm. a seance. And like, that was a thing that kind of smart people did in Victorian England and and even in the United States. Mark Twain was into it for a while. Mm. Um, most of them was because they had lost like a loved one, a kid Mm. or, uh, spouse yeah and there was all these sham artists that were out there saying i can you want to talk to them i can help you communicate which is you know similar to what's going on now you know there's always a scam happening and just depends on technology of what it is but they he got into that big time him and his wife yeah so he wrote a bunch of books later on after these and poets or poems about spiritualism and um, talking to the spirits and communing with the dead and that sort of thing. And that's yep. kind of where he went from there. They call him the Picasso of poetry. The Picasso. Because he started out one way, mm-hmm. which was Picasso. Like when he first started out, it was kind of just painting normal landscapes and, you know, yep. 
um, what you call it? It's when you paint somebody's face. Ah, I can't. Portraits. Portrait. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're Jinx. doing great. Yeah. Um, eight point six. Six point. Yeah, it's fine. Six point eight. Whatever. Yeah, eight point six. Um, <laughs> and then he, you know, time went by, and Picasso started painting weird. Yeah. He started painting ears on noses and faces, and weird, and did pottery, and did all sorts of other stuff. Yep. And that's the same with this guy. Hey, you get bored with stuff, right? You know, I mean, just, life changes you. Right. If you're not growing, you're yeah. dying. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I, can I just tell you, I'm kind of glad Dolan isn't here for this one. Because every time you said yeets, he would have been like, oh. yeet. Oh, boy. Like that's throwing true. something, yeet. God. Yeah, that, that's Dolan. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We're just tossing those golden well they're not golden but they're delicious locks he has got long mm, hair now that's true you know like two years ago he had like a buzz cut <laughs> he did i know when i hired him like yeah, yeah that's true now gotten it's long yeah long and i'm jealous my hair i am jealous just grows up yeah and out it does not go down <laughs> it doesn't go down you no, get a little fro i definitely do mm. and it's so thick <laughs> i have to like just wait till it starts turning gray it's, it's getting there it's coming yeah it's yeah, yeah yeah on the sides for sure yeah it's coming yeah. Oh man, that beer is good. I am so jealous. <laughs> I am so jealous of of people that can write. I I fancy myself a writer. Mm-hmm. I believe I have a book in me. Sure. At some point before I die, I believe I have a book in me. Um, but yeah, oh my gosh, you listen to that and you're like, that's just that's unbelievable. It's just that's amazing. Yeah, I mean that's that's a skill, I guess. But most of the population doesn't appreciate that part of that. They skill. don't. You know what I mean? No. Like that's too smart for most people nowadays. I would, I would guess. Yeah, I'm pretty good at writing Facebook posts. Like <laughs> I can, you are, you are. I can handle that. You're pretty good at commenting on memes about do, right. Do I mean, that. Yes. I used to be able to do some song lyrics, but I'm that's not writing art. no poetry about the no. Antichrist. That's that's not in my wheelhouse. No, no, not at all. Luckily, we have Yeats for that. Yeats. Oh, jeez. Yeah, the imagery like depicted from that poem was really cool. Like, I definitely got Judgment Day for sure. Mm-hmm. And then Judgment Day makes me think of This is the End with James mm. Franco and Seth Rogen. Oh. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite movies. It's just so funny. But yeah, all jokes aside, the poem itself was really cool. The imagery uh-huh. that came out of that was was pretty neat. This is the end. It makes me think of the doors. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I love that song so much. This is the end. Oh, my God. Beautiful friends. This is the end. My only friend. The end. All right. TripAdvisor. So I found a bad one. Bad lukewarm. A lukewarm one. <laughs> okay. Odd food is what it's called. Oh, boy. Odd that means food. this person only likes hot dogs and spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here we go. I'll read it. And then I went and did a little deeper dive to okay. see, okay, does he have Does he have is something here? Is there weird food? Maybe. Or odd food? Or okay. not. So, All right. All right. Odd food. Excuse me. Odd food. The nachos were flavored with an odd smoky substance. The potato salad was just plain odd. The burger... Ordered medium well was, was medium odd. rare. Who the and heck? Or wait, stop. <laughs> okay, first of all, it's called I know. Chipotle. Yeah. Second of all, who yes. gets medium well on a, on a burger? Makes me angry. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Wait, wait. He ends with an odd experience. Mm. I think they should have a a beer called an, an odd, odd experience, experience based on just this up. bullshit. Like Eighteen. Yes. ADV. March 18th, date of visit March 18th, 2018. So I dug around the menu. Mm-hmm. It clearly says Chipotle. That's the smoky substance. Come on! Right? It's Chipotle beef. I mean, that's that's clearly what they're using here. 
I mean, they had cell phones back then. No, in 2018. I, I know. He could have looked up what Chipotle <laughs> means. He could have. I think you're right. The dude just eats hot dogs and and ketchup Doritos. is spicy to him. Yeah, exactly oh. right. What is this weird condiment? It's ketchup. Yeah. Dipshit. Get over it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, I actually wrote it. Clearly says Chipotle. Duh. <laughs> yep. I actually wrote that down. Uh, this guy, Citizen Portland, is his name. Citizen Portland. Uh, he only has four reviews on TripAdvisor, but two of them are of the poor. Of odd. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's unfortunate. So, do you order Chipotle nachos? What do you think it's going to taste like? Ketchup. He probably didn't know. I, I don't get it. I mean, if you live in Portland and you've got only four reviews, no. Right. You're in the wrong place. Are you kidding? All right. Untapped. Uh, before I learned a little secret, I only wrote down 18,000 check-ins on this. Mm, so I will get you the, the actual, actual, actual number. Let me back out here real uh, quick. While you're looking at that, this guy rang the doorbell. Do I need a lot of He's a cleaning guy. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Yes, I give, Yes, we're good. Oh, all right. There we go. He was like looking at you. And cleaning like, guy. All right. Yeah. He's just judging us because we're <laughs> drinking beer. Because we're drinking beer at 11 o'clock in the, in the morning. Whatever. whatever. He doesn't know. Jealous. 18,000 check-ins. Where do you think we land? 4.33. Whoa, wow. Okay. Won the gold. Mm-hmm. Won the gold. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like, it's just not... It's good. I'm trying to come around to IPAs a little more and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm going to go with... Well, if it won gold, I don't know. There's a lot of pressure right now. <laughs> Me, personally, 3.8. Okay. Okay, that's I like good. that. That's a fine... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 4.01. Okay. See, that seems that's too low. That seems too low. Eighteen thousand checks. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay, but here's the deal, though. I mean, there's enough bitterness. Look at that weird. Look at. The, oh yeah, we got some hops. The little chunky. Yeah. on there, yeah, We got hops in the glu- in, in the glass. So it is a hazy IPA, right? But there mm. is some bitterness there. So if you are a hazy IPA purist, yeah. Which okay, is that really a thing? It might be now. Uh, it's been around a couple years. I guess you're gonna say no. Too bitter. I'm gonna rate it lower mm-hmm. or whatever. If you're a West Coast guy that likes East Coast, that's me. That is you. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna rate it higher, yeah, because you get the nice mix of both. But also, the I guess the other thing I hadn't really thought about before is where it comes from, right? Yeah. So if this beer is in Nebraska, we're like, holy crap. Yes. If it's in Oregon, you're just you're like, like, meh. Yeah. Hmm. That was good. I, I do that in Colorado all the time. If this was in Oklahoma, this would be the beer of Oklahoma. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Or Arkansas like, course, or Mississippi. You know what I mean? this one gold. It's the yeah. best beer in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. That's, right. that's, you got to remember that part, too. How yeah. many breweries are around? Yep. Who's making what? No, I, I do all the all the time in Colorado. I do that there. Like, well, yeah. I mean, if you put it up against Colorado beers, well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. Right. It's drinkable. Beer snob. Yep. It happens. Slowly but surely, you turn into one. You, you really do. That's absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, next week uh, we go back. We go back to our. Uh, you want to call them sister? Would they be our sister brewery? Can we call them that? Uh, We've done them before. You know, the first week or two I worked here. Yes, I got a hat from these guys. Yes, because they sent you sent stuff. They sent stuff, and I got a hat, mm-hmm. and I still have it. So yep. I sent them. I sent them a letter with a bunch of our merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, hello, Atlas brother, mm-hmm. sister, whatever. Out of Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Atlas Brew works out of Washington, D.C. Uh, here's a bunch of our gear. You want to send us some stuff back? That'd be super awesome. And they sent us some stuff back. Yeah. In the meantime, nice. we have been there twice for meet and greets. Yeah. Uh, they are located right outside of Nationals Park. Like if you're sitting at 
Oh yeah, I walked by that when I when I was in DC a couple yes. years ago. They were building that location. You can, if you're sitting at their patio, you can see the Nationals ballpark mm-hmm. right there. So I mean, reason enough to go outside of their name for me, quite honestly. Yeah. So uh, we were gonna do a couple. Who was it that went? Was it Dolan that went? Who was it? Oh, Braden that went? I can't remember. I'm sure Braden was there. He he doesn't miss a meet and greet. Oh, you know what? No, no, no. Dol- Dolan went because he had a, he had a wedding. wedding. Yeah, that's yes. right. And he actually talked them into giving us one of their beers. Members that, only beer. Exactly. So this ain't, we can't get this nowhere else. Yep. You couldn't, average person couldn't get this, but he definitely played the Atlas card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and they bought into that. So next week, Dolan will be back with us. We're going to drink some Atlas Brew Works beers. He's got to move to sales, is he? Uh, it's it's been hope, talked about. No, no. It's no. been talked about. <laughs> no. I don't know. We won't let him. He's got to stay on the knobs That's forever. That's right. That's totally true. So in the meantime, Ashley, thank you for filling in. While, yes. Uh, My while, pleasure. While it's always fun going. being a part of this. There you go. We should be on Healthcare Horrors, Ashley's podcast. Yes. You guys. I would totally do it. Would you? Oh, of course. Yes. Alicia I and I have been trying to figure out what to do for Halloween. So... A beer with Atlas crossover. We yes. could have Halloween. We could have pumpkin beers and talk, <gasps> and about, talk about spooky stuff. Healthcare Love horrors. It. Yep. Yeah. Haunted uh, hospitals. Of course, whatever. they have yeah. those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love this. Okay. So until then, <laughs> we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.